Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Stars, how is it going? It is Russ Rufino and Jane Jewell, and welcome to the Clients on Demand show, season two. We got a very special guest today. He is a <laughs> expert in uh, infectious diseases and um, just generally one of the most unsanitary people that you're going to meet. His name is Giovanni Rufino. Jojo, say hi. But he's super cute. Hey, Jojo. Hi, Jojo. What's Jane doing? What's Jane doing? Jane's looking at you. I'm saying hi. Do you say, say hi to everyone? Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> so Giovanni wanted to come join us today. He barged into my office like five seconds before we were going to start. So I was like, all right, cool. We'll have Jojo here. So Jojo, you chime in with whatever commentary you want, okay? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so guys, look, today we're going to be talking about keeping an abundance mindset during this crisis. There's so much negativity out there and there's so many people out there just, you know, sharing gloom and doom and, and all kinds of stuff and all kinds of negativity that if you're a business owner, it can really make you contract and it can really make you shrink. It can really make you do things like low prices. It can really make you, um, you know, just begin to make decisions from a place of scarcity and lack and limitation. And uh, if you're a business owner and you want to be successful, that is the last thing that you want to be doing. So what we want to talk about today is how can we create that abundance mindset, even in the midst Hi, of all of this craziness. Okay, here comes mama. <laughs> mama to the rescue. Mama That's what we do. We're gonna have all three of them on your lap in one second. I know. Yeah. Yeah. The next show, like, they're all gonna be gonna be yeah. crazy. Yeah. All right, you guys. <laughs> Shut my door, Sarah. And lock it really tight. <laughs> she's, she's literally dragging him out. Like literally, like literally, literally dragging him out of the office. Yeah. Oh, Tarn, he's a good host. Hey guys. Um. All right. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna be talking about today. So, so people are asking, "Where's your kiddos, JJ?" They're in school, you guys. Online Zoom school. Yeah, Zoom school. school. So I heard this thing. You guys probably already know this, and I'm probably late to the party, but. You know, like a while ago, there was that thing that was like, okay, boomers. Like, am I the only, right? Like, and my son thought he was so cool using this frame, boomers. Well, now they're calling my son's generation Zoomers Mm. from being on Zoom and doing school. That and the quarantines, the quarantines. So my quarantine Zoomers are in full-fledged school online, like start at 740 and go all day. So that's where my kids are. You know, the best thing about having really little kids is that they still think you're cool, yeah. which is the great part. Like, when does that stop? Just so I can be prepared. Like, like 11, 12, like when, to, when, to. Jayla still thinks I'm amazing. No, Jayla still thinks you're cool. Yeah. So Jayla still thinks I can do like a double backflip and a full <laughs> twisting, you know, layout and all that stuff, which is funny, but now we're totally off track. But Aiden, his eighth grade year, which was last year, the second half. 
I was no longer cool. You're no he, longer cool. He, right, he was way cooler than me in all fronts. Now he'll still he'll hug me again in public, and you know when he goes to leave and see his friends, he'll give me a kiss on the forehead because he's taller than me or something like that. But it was this little thing for a little while of like he couldn't be seen with me, which was heartbreaking yeah, for tough. a minute. That's really yeah. tough. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be oh, let's, let's talk about managing our mindset with teenagers. Forget this COVID thing. We're going to do yeah. a different show today because yeah. that's what everyone's doing, right? I mean, coronavirus, not coronavirus. The point is everybody's home. Everyone is in the house and everybody needs to have their mindset managed no matter that's what's so going true. on. That's so true. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Well, yeah, guys. So um, there's a couple of things we just want everybody to realize right out of the gate. And, and the first thing that I want everyone to realize is that people are enrolling right now. Right now, this second, people are enrolling. So there's been some pretty, pretty, pretty successful online marketing coaches who I respect a lot, who actually the last couple of weeks were saying, hey, look, you know, if you've got a high ticket offer or if you have something for sale, now is the time to sort of dial it back. And you guys know that, that that's just not how we roll. Because in my opinion, if you have something that's truly transformational, it means that people need it now more than ever. And so even though you've got all these people saying, well, now is not the right time to be doing a high ticket offer. The truth is that our clients are enrolling people left and right. I mean, if you go into our Facebook groups, I think I showed this on the last episode. I showed um, one of our client groups, COD Momentum. It's like, I, I just hit my income goal. I enrolled five new clients this month at $8,000 a piece. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. People are enrolling consistently, even while all this stuff is going on. And I think the reason for that is that people want to solve these big challenges right now. Everybody's stuck at home. Everybody's thinking about how their business could be better, how their family life could be better, how their marriage could be better, um, how their nutrition and their fitness could be better. People are really focused on that right now because everybody wants to increase the health of their immune system and minimize their, their exposure to this thing. So it's like all these big problems that our clients solve. It's like the demand for those right now is bigger than it's ever been. And so we're actually seeing clients who like, have been kind of maybe maybe a client that's been stuck for a month or two. Now they're just crushing it. And it's like the, the floodgates have burst open and people are just enrolling continuously. So don't believe that hype that people are not enrolling right now. And don't believe that hype that if you've got a high ticket offer, you need to kind of dial it back or tone it down because you really, really don't. In my opinion, people need you now more than ever. Yeah, absolutely. I love seeing all the celebrations, even even with this happening, all the celebrations in our graduate group and in our current client group, and it hasn't seemed to slow them down at all. If anything, it's caught them on fire. And then the other thing that I think it's worth mentioning is the engagement that you as the business owner are being, are being required to have mm -hmm. with your team and with your audience. And I think that's been really amazing because we've seen so many people step up in a bigger way as a leader within their, um, within their groups or in their audience or with their clients, which is creating actually more relationship, which is really, really nice. Well, that's what it means. It's like people, when, when things are difficult or scary, you know, we look to the people that are in positions of authority. We look, we look for leaders. And mm -hmm. if you're a business owner, you are a leader, whether you like it or not. You know, you have your team that's depending on you, you have your family that's depending on you, you have your audience, you have your clients. So you have this whole ecosystem of people that are basically depending on you for, for leadership and guidance and clarity. And so this is an opportunity for you to show up for them in a bigger, more powerful way than maybe you have been in the past. So rather than having this make you kind of shut things down and shrink into your little shell like a turtle, I want you to use this as a time to open up and engage with your audience in a new way because believe me, they are looking for leadership. 
And the people that step up and provide it are going to be the ones that continue to have that leadership long after this crisis is over. So it's a huge, huge opportunity. And as you step up into that, it's amazing how much you calibrate in your own mindset, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. If you're holding your mindset all day long for for people in your life, and you got to take time for yourself, don't get me wrong, but you become rock solid in your own mindset throughout your day because mm-hmm. you, what you're putting out there determines your focus. And in that focus, you start to become really aligned in that same way of thinking or that same emotional state. You know, if I'm to have a wobble, and every once in a while, Believe me, I still wobble, but it's not really Monday through Friday, (laughs) right? Or it's not during work hours. During work hours or when I'm engaged, when I'm serving, I'm rock solid. It's the moments where I'm, um, it kind of catches me unaware. Like I'll hear something and I'll kind of have a little wobble and I go, oh, where'd that thought come from? It's not Mm -hmm. mine. Or what is it that I'm listening to? That's not my thought. Why am I feeling this way? And then have the ability to change it. But I totally agree. People want to solve their problems now. They're they're looking up and looking around and going, oh my gosh, I've been putting this off for so long. And this is the time. Now is the time more than any to solve this one thing that's been standing in my way from having the life that I really want. And people are recommitting in a big way. That's right. Uh, someone in the uh, Ryan in the comments just asked a question. I want to respond to really quick. He said, "Is now a good time to join COD?" I asked since current clients with you guys probably have their systems in place. And actually, Ryan, that's not true. People come to clients because they want to get their systems in place. Mm-hmm. Most of our clients they have expertise, but that's it. Like they can solve a major life or business challenge, or life coach, or or whatever. But they maybe haven't put together a high ticket offer yet. They don't have their systems dialed in to attract clients online. They don't have systems dialed in to run their business online. That's the stuff that we provide for them. So as long as you can solve a major life or business challenge, it really doesn't matter how much you have dialed in or not because that's what we're going to help you with. And in many ways, it's even easier to uh, get those processes dialed in working with us so we can make sure you do it right rather than have a bunch of broken processes in place that now we have to go back and fix. Either way, we can get you where you want to go. But definitely don't think, oh, well, I'm not ready for COD because I don't have my processes dialed in. And that's, that's what we do. That's what we specialize in. Yeah, absolutely. Now everybody's commenting on it. Don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Great. People want to solve big challenges now. Now is the time. And people are enrolling right now. So what I want to invite you guys to do is to get your business online fast. Fast, fast, fast. I mean, if nothing else, this whole crisis should be a huge wake-up call about the vulnerability of a business that depends on seeing people face to face. Because this is happening this time and now you can't go in the office, you maybe can't see people, patients, clients, whatever it is, face to face. You wanna find a way to deliver your expertise online. That's what you see universities doing. That's what you see, um, like my, my kids' jujitsu studio is delivering their jujitsu classes online. Yeah. And what people are gonna find in many ways is that doing it that way is superior than actually having car and drive someplace and doing it face to face. So if your business is not online, where you can deliver your value online for people and still get paid a great, uh, great fee to do it. Now is the time to get that in place. It really is like, like, don't wait, because now you don't have a choice. You know, in the past, you could say, well, I'm going to keep going in the office. And I'm going to keep keep seeing people face to face because I like it. You know, maybe you're a therapist or hypnotherapist or something like that, or you're a doctor, and you're like, hey, I'm just going to keep seeing people face to face. 
But now is the time to start to think outside the box and find a, you know, a 21st century way of delivering your value that doesn't require you to be in proximity to people. And when you do that, all kinds of cool stuff happens. If you're seeing people face to face, you're limited to the people basically that are in your geographical area, right? You're limited to the people that are in your city or that can maybe can maybe 20 minutes away or whatever it is, they can get in their car and come see you. But if you're online, you can work with clients all over the world. And we have clients from Australia, New Zealand. We have clients from Africa. We have clients from Asia. We have clients from all over the place. We wouldn't be able to do that if we were not delivering our coaching online. Does that make sense? If you don't have that set up for yourself, believe me, now is the time. Because who knows how long this shutdown is going to last. And if, you're not see- if, you're, if you've been seeing people face-to-face and you can't run your business, you got to fix that. you got to fix that right away. So with an online business, an online coaching program that's transformational, like I said, we have clients that are enrolling right now today. So their businesses are not on hold. Their businesses are not shut down. They can do whatever they need to do to make these things work. And so if, if, if you've not got your business online, that's a big part in keeping that abundance mindset because you will be able to make money but people can't. And, right. and that's something that you need to consider. Right. Well, in our life, our day-to-day life doesn't seem really much changed, right? Like if we have, we're still online, we're still, you know, working with clients and making those bigger impacts. The day-to-day of maybe going out to lunch has changed a bit, <laughs> but our day-to-day life in itself hasn't changed. And so the key is, is have more options, not less. That's right. Right. So even if you still like to see people, uh, in 3D and you like to have people in front of you, awesome. You can continue to do that. But having the flexibility and the option to take your business online to service a bigger audience, a bigger group of people, people from all over the world, you want to have those options available to you. And just knowing you have that you know, in your back pocket, you have that option really does change your mindset because you're not limited by your location. Now, the question is really, what does your business depend on? That's the thing. If right now your business depends on seeing people face to face, you have a problem. It's just like with your client attraction. If your business depends on referrals mm-hmm. because you don't have any other way to attract clients, that's a big weakness. What if those referrals don't come in? What if there's a situation like this where you can't see people face to face? So by, by taking your business online, Jane's absolutely right. You create options for yourself where now if you get a referral, fantastic but you have a client pipeline that's going to send you clients even if you don't. Right. You, know, if you want to see someone face-to-face, awesome, but you don't need to in the case of something like this happening. So options out there is, is, is the key, and that's really what this is about. We want to maximize your freedom and maximize your ability to make money while you change people's lives along the way. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. So, Jane, I want you to talk about this. Don't Ooh. catastrophize. All right. So this isn't like a real word. This is a word, <laughs> this is a word that we use at COD. Makeup word. So, let's, yeah, it's a made-up word, but it's an awesome word. I, I, I love this word. So, Jane, what does it mean to catastrophize? It's like to make everything worse than it actually is. It's mm-hmm. standing where you are and looking at what's the worst thing that could happen right now and then pretending that worst thing is true but don't don't stop there take it into the future and make it even worse better yet take it three months into the future six months in the future a year into the future and so what happens is it's like we're living this false sense of well if i worry about it now i won't have to worry about it later (laughs) It's like we think we're going to get our worry out of the way and we don't get our worry out of the way. So if you're 
if you're standing wherever you are and start and you're looking into the future and you're starting to pre-worry about things that could happen, you're just taking your mindset on this, you know, path to nowhere, Bill. And it's like, it'd be the same thing if you're sitting here and you're saying, oh my gosh, one day I might be driving in my car. I might hit some ice and I might hit a tree. And so you're pre-worrying about what you would do if you were in a situation where you're driving one day and you hit a patch of ice. And so right now, I see oftentimes people aren't worried about the moment they're in right now. The moment they're in right now is they're fine. The moment you're in right now is you're safe, you're in your home, you're hanging out with your kids, you're safe and you're fine, and you even have resources available to you to completely pivot and change and shift your business or accentuate your business. But instead, we can get caught in this sense, in this emotion of worrying about what's to come like like it's a catastrophe. Yeah. And, and the thing, guys, is like you can have that negative thought. Well, what if this happens? What if this terrible thing happens, right? But the thing is, is that those negative thoughts, if you don't control them, right, if you let them run wild, they attract other negative thoughts and other negative thoughts and other negative thoughts. And then it begins to spiral out of control. So like, like just to piggyback on the example that Jane said, let's just say you have Okay, well, what if my car hits a patch of ice and it crashes, okay? And you just stop it. Well, what am I going to do about that? Okay, well, I will drive carefully. I will make sure I have snow tires and, 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 and uh, all-terrain tires. And I'll wear my seatbelt. Great. I got it. Now that's covered, right? Catastrophizing is to go, oh, God, what if that does happen? And, oh, man, oh, maybe I should never drive or maybe I shouldn't go out and maybe this and maybe that. And then it begins to spiral out of control. And then the next thing, you're totally in this terrified, unresourceful, fearful state. But but you put yourself in that state. Like nothing nothing outside happened to make that. You just got so crazy and out of control that you just let yourself spiral into this negativity. That's what we're talking about. And especially right now when there's this story of a danger that's out there, right? Like this virus is a danger. And I'm not trying to downplay that danger or minimize that danger. And but But when there's all these other people out there, like in the media and on social media and everything, that are just making you aware of this danger and making you aware of this danger and making you aware of this danger, it's like society's giving you permission to catastrophize, to go, oh God, well, what if this happens? Or what if I go outside? And what if I, you know, this happens and this other thing and blah, blah, blah. When really the way you deal with this challenge is the same way you deal with any other. You take sensible precautions and you don't allow it to affect your emotional state. You know, you can go to the grocery store and put a mask on and put some gloves on and get your groceries and go home without freaking out about it. You know, you can keep your kids home from school without freaking out about it. What I, what I don't want you guys doing it's just sitting there in a chair, like glued to Twitter or Facebook, biting your nails, freaking out because this is going to be this terrible thing that, that, that ruins everybody's life. If, if you're in that space, you can't lead anybody, not your family, not your wife, not your husband, not your kids, not your clients, not your audience. You, you, you cannot, if you're a leader, allow yourself to go there ever. And I'm not saying don't think about the worst case scenario. I'm saying think about it, then take intelligent action to protect yourself and then forget about it. Go back to thinking about what you want. Go back to thinking about success. Go back to thinking about living in your power. And that's the way that you deal with something like this. If you let this thing paralyze you and you let it shut you down, it's going to make everything worse. Even if you get through this with flying colors, you don't get it. No family gets it. The suffering, the emotional suffering that you're, that you're, that you're putting upon yourself, it's totally unnecessary. It's just totally wasted energy. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. Yes, for sure. 
Yeah, for sure. And it's it's just so important that you're not sitting around being in fear 24 seven, being oh, afraid of what's going to happen if you get sick or if this happens here or this market or this person's in charge or this or that, right? Just that there's no value in that if you're sitting around suffering with that emotional state and it debilitates your ability to connect with your family. It debilitates your ability to make good choices. It stands in the way for you to go out and take a walk or take great action. It's just, there's no value in that. And you yeah. have to do whatever it is to really shift that gear and get out of, you know, that gear of that pain and suffering of, of trying to forecast the worst possible scenario. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's okay to think about it if you do it from the point of view of, let me think about it for a second. Let me come up with a contingency plan and then let me forget all about it. Right? So whenever we roll out a new I don't know, business program or whenever we try to launch something or whatever, I always take a second and I say, Hey, what is the worst case scenario? Right? What's how, what are all the different ways this could go wrong? But I don't do it from a place of fear. I do it from a place of, let me just think it through and anticipate what the difficulties are. And then I ask myself, well, if this did happen, what could I do to get things back on track? And it's valuable to do that as long as you don't let your emotions get with you. Right. How do I mitigate the chances of some of these things happen? And so that's the intelligent action. Yeah. Uh, Andrew in the comments is asking a question. What do you mean by big ticket? This phrase sounds like you're talking about holding in-person events or conferences or something like that. So what is a high ticket offer? Well, high ticket offer, Andrew, is anything that is transformational for your clients. In other words, someone's marriage is falling apart. You help them put their marriage back together. Um, someone, someone doesn't know how to, how to get leads in their business. You show them how to generate leads. Uh, someone is 60 pounds overweight and you're going to show them how to get in shape. Someone has an autoimmune disorder. You're a doctor who specializes in that. You help them overcome that. So the main ingredient of a high ticket offer is that it's got to be transformational. What that means is it's got to actually get people results. Now, as far as how you deliver that transformation, you, it's up to you. You could do one-on-one -on -one mentoring. You could, you could do events if you wanted to. You could, you, know, you could see people face-to-face -face if you wanted to. But what most of our clients do and what we do at COD is we create online coaching programs so that all of the coaching is delivered online and it still gets a transformational result. Now, back in the day, when I first started doing this, I was very skeptical as to whether you could work with people online in groups and still get them an incredible result. But that was seven years ago. The proof is in the pudding. Clients on demand gets better results than any other coaching program out there in person, face-to-face, -face, big event, small event, whatever it is, our clients get better results. And then when they employ the same model working with clients, their clients get a transformational result too. So that's what we're talking about. So if you've been seeing people face-to-face -face in your business, and maybe, maybe you are doing events, maybe you're seeing people in an office, whatever it is, but if you've been seeing people face-to-face you really need to think about bringing your business online so that 100% of your service delivery is done over the internet rather than having to see people face to face. Yeah. And even if you have that, you can still command a premium price, 5K, 10K, 15K, and people will pay it happily. And then they will go on to get incredible if you market yourself properly. So that's what we're talking about when we say, when we say high ticket. <laughs> Someone who posted this definition. I can't see who it is. I know. Uh, I saw that. That was awesome. COD dictionary. Catastrophize. To marinate in the energy of the thought of a worst case scenario. Dwelling and pre-worrying about everything that could go wrong. Living in a negative what if from a place of fear and emotional suffering versus a place of taking intelligent action. 
Bingo. Okay. We got to write that down. That's exactly how we should define it. Um, yeah, guys. And so, and so I want to invite all of you as well to just to stay away from negativity. Just stay away from it. You have to understand that we live in a climate where everyone wants attention. Everybody wants attention. The big media companies want attention. Your social media influencers want attention. Your politicians want attention. Everybody's fighting for attention in this massive sea of content. And what that means is that people are going to lie. It means that people are going to stretch the truth. It means that people are going to catastrophize. They're going to take some tiny little thing and they're going to put the most incredibly ridiculous headline on top of it. Why? Because that's what captures attention. You know, people always say, well, Russ, why isn't there, why isn't there a news station that just reports the news? Like, why isn't there a news station that just says, hey, here's what happened today, A, B, C, D, without like any kind of interpretation or putting any spin on it or anything like that. And the reason that doesn't exist is because nobody would look at it. Because if you've got all these people waving their arms and screaming gloom and doom, guess what? They're going to get all the attention. And the calm, cool, rational people that are saying, hey, look, here's what's going on. They're not getting as much attention. And so there's huge financial incentives just to stretch the truth and to tell people kind of what they want to hear. Mm. Um, and, and, and so what that means, guys, is that you have to really put your glasses on when you're on social media or when you're looking at the news or whatever. And you got to understand that everybody has an agenda and that agenda is attention and that attention is money. And that sometimes, most of the time, telling the truth is not really compatible with either of those things. You know, if, if they're going to tell the truth, it's a distant second or distant third priority. And that's just the way the system is set up. And when you understand the way that the system is set up, that it's like everybody needs to get attention and everybody's trying to get paid. It's like, okay, now you begin to realize, all right, so most of what I'm reading about, it's like I, I have to kind of sift through all the spin and emotion and craziness that's been put around it to grab everybody's attention and just kind of try to pluck out that little kernel of truth that's inside of it. And that can be very difficult to do, guys. So my suggestion to you is check in, read the headlines, wake up, you know, whatever, go on whatever website you want to check, read the headlines, see what's going on, and then forget about it and go about your day. Don't spend all day on Twitter or don't even spend all day on Facebook. We're on Facebook right now. Watch this show and then get off. Don't spend all, don't spend all day on Facebook or anywhere um, because it's just going to be more and more and more negativity. And, and, and like Jane said, that can begin to chip away at your resolve. It can begin to chip away at your positivity. And it's just like, why? You just don't need to do that. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is it's not just in social media or on the news, it's in your homes. And what I mean by in your homes, it's with your partners, your your husbands, your wives, maybe even your children, your friends. It's coming at you in so many different places because it's not just your emotional state or your ability to get triggered. What happens is the people that you love and you care about, they're getting triggered too. Mm -hmm. And What's interesting about that is that one of the ways that people tend to connect is people tend to connect through their worry. Mm -hmm. They tend to connect with each other with their worries, their fears, their upsets, right? Isn't that what gossip can be, <laughs> you know? And maybe this is coming from more of a feminine and it's not all women for sure. But a, a big way that people connect is through things not working or their problems. And right now being, you know, socially uh, 
distancing from everyone, except for by doing that online or on the phone, is just make sure that you're not using your worry as or your complaint or your upset as a way to connect with people in your life because it's just spreading. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really noticed this the other night. Um, I did a, a Zoom party with some friends uh, that, that I don't live close to. And I realized just listening to where everybody, what their interpretation about what's going on, I just kind of noticed my body do a little bit like, ooh, like I never thought about that but in a bad way, <laughs> right? Like, oh, you, you know, and, and it's just really interesting how some of these thoughts are not even your own. They're other people's worries. So just do a real good gut check that when you're connecting with your friends and your family or loved ones across the country, across the world, and you're having these conversations that make sure that you're not allowing the conversation to go into a dire, you know, a, a downward spiral of doom of how awful it is. And instead connect with what's working for you. What are you really, um, you know, where are you finding your silver lining? How are you using this time to connect with your friends? What are you, how are you using this time um, in your conversations, having, having these conversations, how are you, you know, using this time to learn or grow or, you know, how are you getting the best out of this time that you have in your home and really be a leader of those conversations because that you leading those conversations with the people that you love most is really not only going to change and make sure that you don't go sideways, but is really a contribution to the people in your life that you care about. And so it's really important that you take a stand and you're a leader in those conversations. And uh, just this morning I had, you know, we use um, Voxer with some of our clients and I had this message of, you know, somebody being frustrated that their partner was having irrational fears around money. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because not funny but what was interesting about it is she was more angry and frustrated with her husband because she felt like they were unfounded fears and so when you're dealing with other ones you know people in your life having worries or fears or upset make sure that you're not now getting more upset about the other person having dumb fears than you are about just holding space for someone if you know there's the difference between getting sucked into doom and gloom and holding the space for the people that you care about to have a minute to clear their emotional state and then change the conversation and move the conversation towards the positive. So it's a little bit, you know, deep as far as having these conversations, but you know, you want to do two things. Don't get sucked in and, and lead the conversation as much as you can into the positive. And then secondly, if someone is already in a place of doom and gloom, give a minute and give some space to have an opening and hold space for them to maybe share their worries, but then change the conversation and help them look at it in a different perspective so it doesn't take you sideways as well. That's amazing, Jane. Yeah, you guys, like this call to being to showing up as a leader, it's not something that you turn on and turn off. It's just, it needs to become how you are all the time. And if you're cultivating your own positivity, cultivating your own mindset, and you really want to hold that space for people, do it in your home, do it with your friends, do it with, do it with everybody. Don't just, don't just be like, okay, well, when I'm dealing with my clients, then I'm going to step into leadership. You know, step into it all the time. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and have that faith that everything is going to be okay and resist that temptation. Like we said, to catastrophize, that's something that happens when you're talking to yourself. And it's also something that can happen when you're talking to other people, that downward spiral. I can do it all by myself and I can do it when I'm in a, in a whole group of when we're all just talking gloom and doom. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very important that you take a stand for that wherever you are. Um, it's just necessary now more than ever. Somebody shared a really good example of, um, I can't, I can't see who it is. So I apologize, but someone shared a really good example of like a headline that was just way out of control. Like, look, they did this where I live. The headline was fear of shortages of food for Passover. And then in the article, they explained that they might run out of matzo bread, but there's plenty of everything else. Right. So it's like, right. How many people are going to actually read the article? Oh, it's just the matzo bread. They're going to think, oh, okay. People ran out of, ran out of everything. So, you know, that's a perfect example of like, of like what they do, but why do they do that? They do that because they know that if you're worried about Passover, that fear is going to capture your attention and then you're going to click and then you're going to go to their site and they're going to make like 0.10001 cent or something from you looking at their site. And that's really what that whole revenue model is about. And, And if you really begin to look for it, you can start to see it all the time. You start to see it everywhere. And then you just realize that everything you're being told online you should really take with a grain of salt. Everything, everything, everything. Yeah. All right, superstars. So look, if you have been listening to what we've been talking about and you're like, Russ, you know what? I got to take my business online. I need to be able to enroll clients. I need to be able to command these kinds of $5,000, $10,000, price points, even in the middle of this crisis. Then I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Book an appointment to speak to us. The way it works is we'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes. We'll talk about exactly what you within your business, right? Like who should you be targeting? What's your ideal client? What price should you be charging? Whatever that is. And what's the ideal strategy for you to reach those people? And we'll dive into all these things together and we'll put our heads together and we'll come up with a perfect plan for you to reach those people and get the right clients at the right price anytime you want. So I've been showing you guys, I didn't do it today, but I've been showing you guys what's going on in our client Facebook groups and all the people they're enrolling and they're getting painful enrollments, even at those prices, they're enrolling people every day. All those people experiencing that success, you know what they did? They booked that call. That's where it all started for them. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to us. Now, the next episode, Mark and I will be talking about how to turn your business into a referral machine. So like I talked about earlier in today's episode, getting referrals is fantastic. If you're doing a great job, you should have referrals coming out of your ears. And if you don't, we're going to talk about how to create that. The one thing is you never want your business to depend on referrals where you know you don't have a pipeline, a funnel, you don't know how to do paid advertising. And if you're not getting referrals, you don't eat. We never want any of our clients to be in that position. So in the next week, we're going to talk about how to turn your business into a referral machine. But in the meantime, in between time, I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. JJ, any parting shots, any last things you want to leave leave everybody with? My last thing is have faith in yourself. Believe in yourself. You know, when you feel a little shaken, go back to the absolute truth. And it doesn't matter what's happening. I have faith in my own resourcefulness 
And I know that you have gifts inside of yourself that if you just continually go back to what is the absolute truth, two or three things that are unshakable within yourself, you'll know that it doesn't matter what's happening on around you. It doesn't matter that you can't control the entire, uh, you know, the entire world, you know, and what matters is that you're unshakable, you're resourceful, and that you get to decide who you are in the face of this and what action that you're taking. And now is the time to take action. Now is your call. Absolutely. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us today. We love you guys. Hug your family, hug your kids, hug your husband, hug your wife, hug your clients, and make sure you show up in a big way and expand into this challenge. Do not let it make you contract. We will catch you guys on the next show. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. A brand new episode will be released every Wednesday, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash C-A-L-L and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging, whether that's $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 or more. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy that you should be using to reach them. Remember, building an incredible coaching business or professional services company does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients from all over the world scale their businesses to six or seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. So to see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.